Levi denim, jeans and jacks, North Face gear, vest and hat. Got my warrior weapons, chains and bats, and my applaud from the doors, screams and claps, that's what they all say. But they'll betray me by the fourth day. Haters gonna hate, that's what my bigger nigga all say. I play him like an arcade. I need change though. Cop me an Xbox, distribute halos, aka roll holes, send you to your maker. Pile drive you head first, bury you in the crater. Only right in black pen, then they'll never erase ya. No, I seen your bitch before, but can't quite place her. The view from the back, I can't forget that. You treat her like a queen, she treats you like a simp. I treat her how I want, they all say I'm a pimp. No caddy and no cane, still walk with a limp. What up, what up, what up? How's everybody doing? Episode 7. The Rojo Show. Episode 7. It's the God number. We learned that last show, right? If you if you stand in tune and you listening, today is the seventh episode of the Rojo Show. We learned about mathematics. Last, I'm not gonna go into that, but seven is the God number. Whatever. Anyway, episode seven. Uh, today is Tuesday, June thirtieth, and um, a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff went on this weekend. Um, there's some stuff that some people didn't necessarily hear me talk about. That um that I want to speak on, which is awesome, cause you know they're giving me input. Like I asked you all on all the shows, you know what I'm saying. If it's something specific you want me to speak on, something specific you want me to talk about, get it to me. And there's multiple ways you can get at me. You can get at me on IG at shy rojo one shy underscore rojo one. You can get at me on Facebook rojo, and um you can get at me on Twitter. Uh, I'm on there as Rojo too, but I want to get right down to the points. I want to get right down to the topics. Um, we're gonna start off with this uh, with this uh, Donald Trump shit because I didn't get to it last time. Well, I didn't get to it originally when it happened. Um, I'm I'm fairly late on it, I guess. Um, but uh, Donald Trump, as we know, uh, announces announced his. Uh, candidacy for the Republican Party to run for president um, as he did he did that last time right he did that at the last election so it's, it's nothing new um, white people with money you know can can just about do whatever the fuck they want right I mean it's awesome when it works out for us like like those Newman like Paul Newman's cookies Paul Newman's cookies are awesome he doesn't have to make cookies he makes cookies because he wants to those fucking ginger ginger O's, he they all have O's in them, like ginger O's, mint O's. He calls them he calls them O's, but um, he don't have to make those cookies. Those cookies are wonderful, you know. Um, who's the, Richard Branson, rich guy, been rich, don't have to do all the stuff he he does. Elon Musk, rich guy, does a lot of uh philanthropic things and things that work out for us but occasionally you get these dickheads with money like donald trump that just want to take it like in the wrong direction i I mean i guess i guess if i'm talking about president elects and i'm not talking about president elect isn't the right term for it but uh presidential candidates and i'm not talking about ross perot or i don't mention ross perot because ross perot was really like the 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 um the atom of that shit like he was the first one that just had dough and was like, I got dough, so I'm gonna run for president. I think that's the first one I remember. I was born in '85, dated myself. Um, but Ross Perot was the first cat that I'd really recognize. I was like, I got, I got bread, so I'm just gonna run because I got bread. Um, but Donald Trump's got bread. We all know. We all know that Donald's got bread, and he's running for president, and he shot himself in the foot real early. With this, they're not sending their best. They're sending people that have lots of problems. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. Almost some, I assume, are good people. Hilarious. <laughs> the fact that you could just say some shit like that is like is crazy. I couldn't. I mean, I, I say shit like that. All the time, I guess, because I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not known 
And I guess at some point, hopefully, if if it goes, if this thing goes the way I wanted to, at some point I'll have to atone for certain shit that I say. Ho- hopefully not. I mean, I should be able to. I, sh- I don't say anything too ridiculous. I'm a pretty um, lib uh, <laughs> <lip-servative laughs> considerable <laughs> guy, right? <laughs> but um, this Donald Trump nigga just came out of nowhere with this shit, and then like Mexico dropped like all their viewership. Or all they like endorsements with them Like they not showing Miss Universe They not showing the Miss America pageant They not showing none of that shit Which is not like they got their own version of it It's just they televised the American shit in English And um They uh Yeah and then And then NBC dropped all of it NBC's not fucking with them So NBC isn't doing The Apprentice NBC isn't I mean, do they televise any of the debates? Cause I mean, I feel like I feel like something's gonna have to be said about that too, right? Like he he kind of shot himself in the foot. You can't really fuck up with these like big uh, like conglomerate stations or like networks. NBC, ABC, CBS. Like those are channels that if you even in this day and age, if all you have is that digital box shit, like you still get those channels. Like you can't fuck up with them. And the Donald is fired, nigga. But I might you know, I like so this is also a good way for me to segue into my love of Mexicans. I fuck with Mexicans so hard. Pause. Um <laughs> I just I don't know I don't I don't know why but I really like the way they just all just like at this like take this for example the way they was just like yo fuck this nigga we we don't want to fuck with this nigga no more we don't give a fuck how much he pays us to show his little TV shows we can't we can't have him talking about us like that and still be putting money in his pocket and they did that shit quick there was no there was no time wasted. Mexicans are uh, I don't know I fucks with them Like it's I guess it's the clo- I guess it's the only One of the only other cultures Outside of my own That I've ever really Like been exposed to On On like a uh, On like a high High level Um, Like I've been taking Spanish class Since I was like real Real young You wouldn't tell it But um, I've always like Taken Spanish classes And um, I mean, Spanish class at MPA wasn't just like uh, just saying words. Like you know, you had to learn about the culture. You had to learn about Christmas shit that they did, and our teachers they were pretty intense. And then like even at Kellogg, when I took Spanish, did I take Spanish at Kellogg? I don't remember. I think so. I don't know. I took it at Jones though. I definitely took Spanish at Jones. And then I was messing. With, I was messing with a couple Latino chicks at Jones. One or two. Mm. Um. But, uh, I, yeah, and then Mexicans were just always around, and they was always cool, and they always seemed to, like, have, like, like, as far as looking at minorities, they have a, I, they, I felt like they had a very robust culture, and then I went to Mexico a lot when I was younger, too, so, like, I was always, like, uh, I don't know, I've just always been exposed to Mexican culture, and ever since I went to, like, and saw the pyramids at, like, Tenochtitlan or whatever, um, I just always had respect for y'all niggas, you know? And this is this just furthers that. That's why I li- that's why I moved to Pilsen. And like, if you go to Pilsen, look, man, oh, they got Spanish billboards. Like, you if you if when you go to Pilsen, you kind of feel like you're in Mexico. Like, especially in the summer, if you walking down 18th, like if you go to that little square, I mean, there's a big ass McDonald's there, but there's McDonald's in Mexico. But if you're at like if if it's hot as hell, and you're in Pilsen and you walk down 18th. Between Halstead and Ashland, and then even between Ashland and um fuck to Damon, because if you go past that park on a Sunday, they up that they over there playing uh soccer and shit. So you feel like you out there at, Az- at Azteca. <laughs> but yeah, I fuck with Mexicans hard, and this is just making that this is just making me fuck with them more. Black people need to do this shit. When motherfuckers come out and say all types of crazy shit about us, like frivolously, like this is, he's announcing that he wants to run for president. 
And he says that Mexico was sending rapists and drug dealers and some good people. I would love to know what he considered the good people, like the niggas that work in the kitchens of his fucking his fucking hotels. That would be crazy. Now, if all the Mexican, if all his Mexican employees went on strike, I wonder how that nigga's pockets were filled in. Because that shit, (laughs) I know he probably got a lot of Mexican cooks and he owns hotels and I can't remember the last time I didn't, I mean, I'm I'm not going to say they're all Mexican. I can't remember the last time I had a non-Latino woman clean my hotel room. I mean, I'm not, I'm just, I'm saying that as it pertains to Donald Trump owning hotels, like that is primarily a middle to older minority woman that does, that does the housekeeping at most hotels. And with him having so many, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of his were the same way. But if all of them went on strike, until he like publicly apologized. Oh my God. And let's not forget this probably puts him in the shitter as far as, uh, having a real shot at being a president. Right. So we can kind of forget about that shit. Right. Fuck out of here. I can't believe he just came out and said that shit like that. Like that shit is so wild to me, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, man, we need to fuck with that shit too. We need to do that shit too. Next motherfucker that come out and say something about black people, Sagging their pants But see That's the thing That's the thing The next person that comes out and says something wild about black people Quite possibly could be a black person You know There's a lot of Raven Simones in this motherfucker There's a lot of fucking This nigga Clarence Thomas is just Embarrassing the shit out of black people right now With that Uh that response he had to the Supreme Court ruling was that him? Was it Clarence? Was it Clarence Thomas? Um, response to was it Clarence Thomas? I just want to look this up real quick. Yeah, it was him. I didn't read what he said. I don't really want to. I just know it wasn't good. I, I can't read that shit. I'm 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 gonna read it eventually, but fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Where 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 was his name? You know where was his name in the racial draft? Because I would trade that motherfucker quick. But white people probably don't even want him because they don't want him on. They don't want him representing them. He's a dickhead. He's a dickhead. Anyway, shouts out to Mexican people. I fucks with y'all. Um, Terrell Owens is talking about making a comeback. T.O. talking about coming back on the field. This nigga's 41. Um, I mean, I'm not saying he couldn't do it. I mean, I definitely think, I definitely think wide receiver at his height and size is a position that you can play fairly undamaged, you know, like, He'd probably be better if he put on some weight and played tight end. That would be the move, especially with the way uh, they not with the way the league is going to this real soft. Don't hit them. Don't hurt them. Fucking. uh, Rules and shit. Stats. I mean. The last time he played, last time he played was five years ago. So he was 36. Yeah, he was 36. He was with the Bengals. Um, He caught 72 passes for 983 yards and uh, nine touchdowns, which isn't a bad. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. But that was five years ago. Now, am I going to say that T.O. can't still come out on ball? Hell no. I mean... He's been out, he says he hasn't officially retired. He's been out of the league five years. I don't know how long you got to be out of the league to be in the Hall of Fame, but I'm pretty sure he's close to that shit. So if he came back and wasn't productive as a player, I mean, he's going to have to start that shit all over again. And there's pretty much no doubt T.O. is going into the Hall of Fame, like, of course. But 
Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think he can still do it. I mean, it's a lot of, I mean, listen, white people did some things when they was making them strong slaves. You know what I'm saying? And some of that shit still resonates through our culture to this day. There's, there's not a, there's a reason why there's a huge disparity in the athletic nature of black Americans and white Americans. Now, once you get outside of the United States, there is a much different, there's a much different uh, fucking, like you see where things kind of separated. You understand what I'm saying? Like when you go to Africa, you don't see a lot of broad, wider people. You see much more like small and wiry. So when they come over, when you see that come to the United States or when you see that migrate over here, and with a slightly different diet, you can see how that body can kind of be produced. And then once doing that and then picking the strongest and the fastest and putting those together and kind of making big and strong kids and then doing it over and over and over again. It's like um, black people could quite possibly be the first genetically modified organisms. Right. I mean, that's a long shot. I don't. But I mean, that's basically what what a GMO is, is you take the best you take the best of your crops and you merge them in a attempt to get the but the best of those qualities in one. So I don't know. I might really just said something there. Blacks being the first genetically modified organism, but. I don't know. I might get a sweatshirt that say GMO on it. That would be fucking raw. Um, anyway, <clears throat> but T.O., if you look on YouTube, he's got these, like, workout videos. And, I mean, the nigga still looks strong. He, he looks big. They say black don't crack. And if they with the way they're softening up the game, I could see him coming. I could see him playing. I could see him getting a couple catches. At tight end, putting on a little weight, you know, that way he's coming through, he's, he's doing short passes on screen, you know, short screens, you know, getting drugged to the ground, not necessarily getting opened up to hit. And then you still got to respect him. I mean, T.O. is what? Six, T.O. 6'3", uh, 222, 20, 224 pounds, you know, put on a little weight, get some good little, little out routes. I don't really know what the fuck that means. I never played football. But um, I could I could see T.O. really I could see T.O. playing some years, maybe one or two for a, one or two for a team that's like right there. You know, maybe. Anyway, who gives a fuck? Um, everybody wants me to talk about the BET Awards, right? Uh, I mean, I really don't fuck with black entertainment television. Every time I think about BET, I think about them Boondock, uh, them Boondocks episodes. BET, black people. I mean, I mean, doesn't is we need is Deborah Lee black? Can we double check that? I mean, that might be blasphemous to some people, but I mean, whatever. She kind of look. She look. She's a one or two shades darker than Rachel Dolezal, and. Why do we think she's really black? Why haven't we checked her? Because she's the head of black entertainment television. What has she done for black entertainment television lately? Like, that shit is terrible. And now to get everybody's excited because what's his name is coming back to the game. He ain't doing shit else. Po- uh, what's Pooch Hall? That is a terrible name. I really hope his mama didn't name him that. Is that a nickname that he's decided to stick with? Pooch. Isn't that the little fat part of women's bellies? Isn't that a pooch? Don't they call that a pooch? Yeah. I promised myself if I talked about the BET Awards, I was going to talk about it the way I wanted to talk about it. And when I talk about it, I want to start off by um, giving honor and respect to Tracy Raw, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross's ass. Woo! Listen, as a man that used to watch Girlfriends for... All the wrong reasons. 
all the wrong reasons I watched Girlfriends. Woo! Um, number one, Tracy Ellis Ross has been thick, but it's all it's it's come it's come so far and it's it's come so so full circle. I wish you could see my hands right now. This isn't a circle that I'm making with my hands. This is like a perfect like ass shape that I'm making with my hands, but man, when she was in that harness, whew, brother. <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross is thick as shit. Thick as shit. Every outfit she put on, she was looking just just stunning. She was stunning in everything she put on. I would love to be a wardrobe assistant in that back room just to hold up a curtain and catch just, I just want to catch a few glimpses of it. I know it's just, oh, I know it's just cellulite and perfect. Like the little bit of cellulite, like right on the, on the outside of the thighs. I mean, I, I hope it's not like hor like horrible. Like, like, what if she's got spanks from the top of her kneecap to like the bottom of her boobs, just like putting everything perfect. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about that. In my mind, Tracy Ellis Ross is mm, just a little bit, just like a like a little bit of cellulite. Like, as soon as you put your hand on it and squeeze, you kind of see it. You start to see it. But if you let it go, it goes right back to just, mwah, just, just caviar. Just fucking, whew. Just confit. Just, mm, I'm done. I'm done with Tracy Ellis Ross. I can't. I'm done. Um... Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure she has at least, I'm pretty sure she has at least one nipple pierced. I'm pretty sure, but who Tracy Ellis Ross, her eye is still for wonky. She still has a weird eye. One of her eyes still kind of does a, a thing nowhere near as bad as that Tamar Braxton chick, but I'll get to that later. But shouts out to Tracy Ellis Ross. I see you. Um, Smokey Robinson was cool, um, but I fucking hate Neo. Like, I don't know why he insists on, like, being this, like, Gene Kelly-esque, like, I'm going to do all these weird, like, microphone flips and, like, Broadway dance steps. Like, kill yourself, please. Like, I wish you would, I wish you would take a tumble like Diddy did and, like, never come back. Like, crack that cranium. And like have to write songs from a Stephen Hawking's chair. That was mean. That was mean. But I don't like Neo. And I haven't even mentioned any gay allegations. But I just don't like Neo. Um But the rest of the Smokey Robinson show is cool. Whoever that white girl was, uh I forgot her. I, I knew her name, but then I forgot it. I could have downloaded her album, but I that didn't. Um, I got that new Miguel for some cake, for some cake music. I haven't listened to it yet, but that Miguel is definitely some sauce cake music. I'm gonna listen to it later. Um, Janelle Monet, what the fuck happened to Janelle Monet? Now look, is that yoga song catchy? Sure. Baby Bendova, baby Bendova, baby Bendova, let me do you do that yoga. Is it catchy? It's catchy as shit. I like it. It's not a Janelle Monae song, though. I thought that she was supposed to be, like, the anti-pop star. I thought she was supposed to be, like, the black girl rocks kind of thing. And maybe I'm, maybe, maybe I'm misinterpreting this song, but it just comes across very, I need, I need, I need a joint to play on the radio. I need to get paid. And I guess if you're going to do it, it's cool that she, like, like, maybe this is going to, like, put niggas on to yoga in some kind of way. Or, like, it still shows some kind of, um, some kind of allegiance to the original message and the original, like, her, her, her the plight that she kind of got on with. But, um, I don't know, man. I don't, I didn't see it. I didn't dig it. I just feel like she's, I feel like, who? 
I feel like a thousand other people could have did that song. And it would have been like, I feel, I don't know. I feel like she's alienating a group or her fan base to some, to, to some, uh, to some extent. Um, I was, I am a fan and I feel like she's, this is not what I want from Janelle Monae. I don't want her in the video. I mean, is she half naked? No, but I don't want her like popping and fucking rolling in the video. I mean, I'd fuck the shit out of her regardless. I don't really notice she likes penis, but if she did, I definitely have a donation for her for sure, for sure. But I don't know. I don't know. The song just seems like a, an attempt to get paid, which I everybody should get paid. I definitely wanted to get paid, but she just even on stage, even in the video, which in a video you can do a thousand fucking takes if you need to. It just seems unnatural for her. It seems like she's I don't know. It seems like she's a little girl trying to play dressy sex up, sexy dress up. And those that fuck with her, fuck with her already, you know, so she don't really need to do that. Um, But whatever. Get paid. Maybe she's trying to, you know, maybe she's trying to buy a house to them parents that she used to dress for. Um, that classic man song is annoying. Um, I guess I, I like it. I like it because it's not uh, Fetty Wap. I don't like the song because I like the song. I like it because it's not Fetty Wap and it's not fucking Trap Queen. They're the same people. But, um, you know, the regular bullshit. It gives you an alternative. Um, Andre 3000 and fucking Fonsworth Bentley should be like chin checking this nigga though because he totally stole their swag. Totally stole their swag. Um, they should be in the video as like professors at that little, if you've seen the video, it's set up like some kind of classic man school or academy. I don't know, but <clears throat> I fucks with it cause it's not race murder. Um, the Diddy shit was of course wonderful. Uh, Lil Kim's face does not look that bad. Like, I don't know if they like just scrapped the whole thing. and was like, okay, bitch, we're just going to scrape away your whole face. And we just gonna make some shit from like We gonna give you some shit from like When did uh No matter what people say You know what's going on That video was kinda raw She looked cute in that video Like yeah we just gonna take you back to this face Fuck all that other shit We gonna scrape all of this away And we just gonna go back to this But she didn't look that big The locks was up there so they got money You know what I'm saying Diddy is cool uh, Mace came out And them all red Balenciagas Wow um, I mean yeah Diddy fell But would they open the trap door too early or some shit I don't know uh, I feel like it was Lil Kim's fault But he played it off He came back Everybody was laughing at him Standing behind Smokey Robinson When he was holding that award But uh, Yeah I was fucking whack uh, And okay Last thing I'm gonna say about the BET Awards Apparently they have some kind of like They have like some international awards that they give away before the show starts. They give away, and everybody was like in outrage, talking about, you know, we would expect this from some white award show, but how dare you ignore the culture, and how dare you... This is not African entertainment television, okay? Why would you televise these African international awards, these awards for African artists and African music, when nobody knows who the fuck they are? Should you maybe announce? Should you maybe do one like the top Af the top international award that you give? If you televise that one, maybe somebody get put onto it. But for the most part, like, why would you why would you waste your television time on some shit that nobody's gonna pay attention to? One and number two, everybody does that shit. The Grammys gives out the grant the Grammys gives out over a hundred awards, and they only televise seventeen. Number one, I was appalled to know that I watched that show and it's only 17 awards. But everybody does that shit. But it, it's, it's just another testament to this day and time where, like, everybody can say something about everything. Even people who, like, have no business commenting on anything in that realm or anything in that fucking in the vicinity of that situation. But because you have an opinion, you can like 
really mess shit up and really affect things. I don't know. Whatever, but that's enough for the BET Awards. I don't really want to talk that much about it. I just want to talk about Tracy Ellis Ross. Whew. Man. And wait, now, Tracy Ellis Ross was hot, but my other girl was Jill Marie Jones on uh, mm, on Girlfriends. Jill Marie Jones with the lips. With the lips, though? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't think she looked like Jill Marie Jones, but she did. You don't know who I'm talking about, but she knows who I'm talking about. She knows she kind of looks like Jill Marie Jones with the lips. Um. Okay. Uh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now I'm gonna talk about this, <laughs> and I think it's kind of funny. It's not okay. It's not funny when I give you the original. When I give you, when I lay out what I'm gonna talk about, it's not gonna be funny. But at the end, when I talk about it, it might be a little funny. It's mainly ironic. That's what it is. It's very ironic. And the people that reported on it uh, had no chill <laughs> and really like alluded to things that they didn't necessarily have to allude to. But um, in Taiwan, they just had this big uh, gay pride event for... Um, the marriage equality shit in the United States, whatever. And because I guess, I guess pride is the same all over the world. It's like the same weekend all over the world. I don't know. But, um, uh, number one, Taiwan is a very conservative country. Okay. So the fact that they had a gay event, it was really more of a, they really kind of pegged it as more of like a human rights kids event or like youth event you know but they still had like they still had lots of like rainbows around it was uh mainly funded by a gay organization who's um i can't remember the name of the organization but the the logo is like a sperm it was weird but um so they had this party and um, they had a special effect, a special effect planned where at some point, like smoke and rainbow, they described it as rainbow colored particles, I guess, like confetti of some sort was supposed to shoot out and rain <laughs> and rain over the party. But instead, something happened. And as it came out, it all set on fire. And um, instead of all the particles uh, coming out and just being like a rainbow, uh, a rainbow glitter uh, snowstorm, I guess it was supposed to kind of be like um, all of it caught on fire. And the headline was the headline said biblical scale firestorm spontaneously ignites raining fire from above. Now, <laughs> if you listen to that and you consider that this is a gay event, which many and and many Christians and religious people have come out uh, speaking against and condemning um, gayness, <laughs> LGBT culture and and rights and whatnot, the fact that this uh, news source chose to number one put the word biblical in the title like biblical scale firestorm which is how Sodom and Gomorrah fell right like uh, <laughs> and uh, spontaneously ignites which implies some kind of like you know mystical power or power from another world or some kind of shit raining down fire from above that's almost a direct Bible quote. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 not funny because people were hurt. People were uh, severely hurt. Like if you look at the, uh, if you check out the Rojo page, I uh, I posted, um, I posted the video and a link to the news site. So you can check it out if you want to. But that whole fucking place just like lit up. 
fast as shit. Like one minute everybody is cooling and vibing to niggas in Paris. That's literally the song that was playing, niggas in Paris. And all of a sudden, like you see the smoke go off from like maybe like the effect starting, and then all of a sudden, everything's burning. Everything. And I guess if you can imagine like just imagine confetti setting on fire and falling from the sky or falling from the ceiling of a building like that is uh, it's pretty dangerous, pretty jarring. But I hope everybody's OK. And um, I hope you learned a lesson. No, I'm joking. I'm totally joking. Totally joking. But uh, it, it definitely it definitely I definitely turned my head when I read it and said, hmm. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, I also posted this on the Rojo page. You can check it out. So apparently, um, I didn't catch where they were, but uh, some man caught a thirteen-year-old boy catches teen trying to steal his wallet. He brings him to an undisclosed location, gets his boys to put it on video. And administers what I would consider a good bit of discipline. Did he strike the boy? Yes. Did he strike him while screaming or out of anger? No. Did he strike him as hard as he could? No. But he administered some discipline. And I just want to take my hat off to that, that man because... Um, in this day and age, what he did would be considered, um, not good and not beneficial, but I mean, everybody hates when you go to, and you, you say, that's how I was raised. But I, the fact that, well, that's actually not how I was raised. Cause I mean, I had some times where I was whooped more so out of anger by my father, but, um, it was, it was whatever. It wasn't that bad. I didn't get, I didn't get a lot of whoopings considering have I seen some abuse? Definitely. I've definitely seen some people in my family be treated in a way that um, that I would never treat someone that I'm related to and I, that I would definitely never treat with the intention of, of disciplining, with an intention of getting a positive result. I've definitely seen some shit that I, I, I wouldn't like. There's no shout out there. There's, there's no shout out there. But um, I've definitely seen some things. I myself would say I've never been abused. The times when I've got really bad whoopings, I've deserved a really bad whooping. Um, you know, getting busted in, in the morning and in the middle of the night. You know, I I deserve those. But um, this was nothing like that. Like he whooped him like a man would whoop a boy who attempted to steal, um, to steal something. Because say he had taken him to the police. This starts this boy on a path of bullshit because now he's going to get treated bad by the police. Um, he's, he, he doesn't have respect for older black men because even though he was wrong, he's going to blame him getting arrested on the man turning him in and not on him. Um, not on him stealing the wallet you see. So it's not a, it's not rehabilitation. It's a, it, it starts a cycle of negative, connections and negative experiences but um he took this boy outside and and he whooped him and he 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 spanked him and he spanked him good for the size boy he was i mean he wasn't no little boy he took he hit him with a belt on his butt it's not like he stripped him naked it's not like he waited for him to get out of the tub and hit him with an extension cord no stupid shit like that and he he and once he was done he talked to him and told him why he did it he said, I whooped you because they're not going to whoop you in jail. They're going to fuck you in your ass. That's not what he said, but that's the truth. I would rather whoop my son than have the police possibly beat his ass and cause him to have more disdain for the police, for him to go to jail, be observe, be exposed to men, in some cases twice his age and way more experience in, 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 in crime and the depths of society. And come out worse than when he went in. No. He took he took it into his own hands and I applaud him. 
And he gave him his number. And he said, call me if you need anything. You don't need to be out stealing nobody's wallet. And a lot of people were offended by it. And a lot of people, you know, you can't teach not, you can't teach, um, you can't, you can't teach people not to be violent by being violent. That's not violence. I don't consider that violence. I consider that, I consider that a controlled physical punishment. Which is what some boys need. Some boys you can't talk to and you know it. Like some boys need need consequences right away. And I would rather the consequence be a whooping than the consequence be jail. Where you don't really learn from the fucking mistakes. So you, sir, I applaud. I applaud you, sir. Uh, what the fuck is up with these dudes in New York trying to jump across the train tracks? Where can you, you can't jump across the train tracks in Chicago, right? I guess there's like some places on like, you can't make that jump from the blue line. That shit is. No. Um, I, oh, I guess there's like some places probably on like the brown line. Like where the red transfers to the brown and I guess there'd be something you could jump over there. But for the most part, like Chicago, you can't really jump across shit. Like I've had to jump down on the tracks to grab something and then jump back up onto the platform. But I don't even do that a lot. Like, and I really did it more so because I was like uh, stunned for some girl. Young and dumb. But, um... But yeah, like I, I, I'm going back to, I'll be back in New York soon, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe if I looked at it long enough, I feel like I could probably do it. This nigga that did it though, he, um, he like did it at an angle and he tried to do it off like both feet. Like he came and he, like he did it like a long jump. Like he like ran and then stopped and then jumped. And then anybody that knows, like that's a. That's a good I, I'm a I'm I'm a jumper. I can jump I can jump fairly high. Um uh mainly from like ballet and dance training. But um a lot of it just from like natural gifts of the glute and thighs and calves and I got that like uh that high calf muscle or the, the, the long calf muscle. Whichever one is better for jumping. Um but so when you're jumping off two feet, like you get higher. But if you're going for distance, you need to like leap off one foot like Jordan from the free throw line or like like uh, Dr. J from the free throw line or like. uh, uh, (laughs) What's the white boy's name? David Lee from the free throw line. Brent Berry from the free throw line. Or was it John Berry? One of the Berry brothers won a dunk contest with that shit. But. Um, that's how you jump across that shit. And then they showed some other videos of some dudes doing it and they did it just like that. This dude ran, stopped, hezied, he hesitated, hit him with the hezzy, and then like killed his ribs. Oof. Like you could hear his like upper body like slap against the fucking um the blue part of the platform. Whew. That shit was don't you know no good? Don't you know no good? That nigga was, it was terrible. Have, it, have y'all seen that Big Sean video where he like bites the Martin episode or whatever? I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's quite low budget. The intro is really the hottest part of it. The intro is the hottest part. But the rest of it, like they don't show enough of the shot for you to really get the idea and for it to be effective. Like, like okay, so the intro part is raw. But then they show a scene where, like, they was, like, watching a game or a fight or something. Shouts out to Big Sean, number one, for for doing it. And number two, for having a T-shirt tucked in. Because Martin, in the 90s, niggas did tuck their T-shirts in. Like, super tight. Um, So that part was cool. Um, They tried to do, like, the all-black scene where Martin was, like, looking for his, his CD player or whatever the fuck it was. But they didn't show enough of the scene. And if you're going to recreate that scene, you got to have that dog. You got to have that dog. 
And that's not hard to find. You can find a little dog. But that's the best part of that fucking uh, episode is him walking around with that dog. That shit was fucking hilarious. But, I mean, it was a good idea. I guess a lot of people are going to start trying, like, remake. Um, remake, like, 90s sitcom shit. But uh, shouts out to Tyler Montez. He just sent me a... Um, Send me an Instagram post with some cool shoes. I'm not. I can't buy them, but they're nice to look at for right now. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the fuck was I talking about? I forgot. Anyway, stop trying to jump across some tracks. Uh, Jaleel Okafor, welcome to the NBA, motherfucker. Welcome to the NBA, motherfucker. He already got some Instagram bitches hating on him. Apparently he hit up some he hit some skank and um she hit Twitter and started like ragging on him. This nigga was talking about uh the head the head was good but his dick wasn't big enough. Um then she said some other shit about, you know, him being a minute man, him apologizing. He said it was been a long time. He apologized, bitch. Like what the hell is that about? He said he was sorry, and he ate it. Are you serious? Are you serious? I know a lot of girls that would prefer you just, mm, nah, that's not true. That's not true. Once you kind of eat it, they generally want it more. So he might have fucked up in that, in that sense. But I'm just saying, you got to get the turn down game up, yo. Got to get the turn down game up. By turn down, I mean, you got to get your, nah, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm chilling. I'm good. Because you don't really need to be fucking all these bitches, honestly. I mean, it's been a long time. It shouldn't be a long time for you. That was probably a lie. Maybe she made him use a rubber. I don't know. I mean, he should he should definitely be wanting to use rubbers with all these bitches. He's in a different position than some guys I know. But, um... Cause like any bitch he did, I mean, yeah, I'd be fucking bitches with fake dicks. If I was him, I wouldn't want no problems with none of this. He's too fresh in the league to have something like this come out already. Like you should still be fucking high school sweethearts, yo. <laughs> like that's what you do in the first five years of the league. You fuck your high school bitch. And then you divorce her, break her off a little bread. Once you deeper in the game, once you had a couple side pieces, and then you get your real wife, and you commence like the real, the real trickery. You know how to use your money. You don't Tiger Woods it. You Kevin Garnett it. I asked this woman. <laughs> I asked this woman today, not today, this weekend, if she knew that a common a common remedy for men in relationships. Is to get another woman Or to get to, to get something outside of that relationship And she said she had never heard of that That's what cheating is Cheating is me getting something To distract me from how much I don't like you Or to remind me how much I like you Women never understand that I posted a picture of this marriage equality thing right Where like uh, it was like if, if a man and a man And a woman and a woman is okay then why is not a why isn't a man with two women okay? Now people, not a lot of people, a lot of a lot of guys got at it, which I I expected, but I would have wanted more women to kind of chime in. I don't, I don't know why I, I would like to know why women don't try haven't tried to circumvent haven't tried to find a remedy for cheating yet. All they say is you shouldn't do it. Lots of women admit that they understand that that sex is sex and sexuality for a man is very different from it than it is for a woman. OK, a great man said a woman wants to love one man as much as she can or for the, for the rest of her life or all the time. And a man Wait, wait. I don't know how the fucking quote went. The bottom, the bottom line is, women want one man to love as much as they can, and 
men want to fuck one woman or want to fuck a lot of women one time. That didn't make any sense. I don't know. I fucked up the quote. The bottom line is uh, women, women like to take care of one man. They like to latch on. They like to identify and find one man that they, they love and cherish and want to ride with. And men also have this one woman, but they want to fuck a lot of other women too. It's just natural. It's just the hunter in us. And a lot of women are rolling their eyes and talking, here go this hunter shit. But listen, man, I know a lot of guys that have been their happiest when they had a woman and a woman on the side. And where they fucked up was not covering their tracks properly. A lot of women are hating what I'm saying right now. But um, a man's sexual attraction to another woman does not discount or discredit his feelings for you. And he may have feelings for that other woman, too. Not the same, not the same feelings. But do you really want a man that is just fucking bitches and throwing them to the curb? Like fucking bitches and then shitting on them? No. You want a man that's a human being. You want a man that's compassionate. But one woman is not going to be perfectly compatible with one man. With one man. There are a lot of men that do. That are perfectly happy with one woman. But that does not mean that they wouldn't have sex with another one. For instance. If there was um, a blowjob parlor, like there's a massage parlor. I don't know how often women would go and just get their pussy eaten. But I know men would always want to go and get their dick sucked. There's places like that now. There's I've I've I have never heard of a woman getting a happy ending at a massage. Every man I know that gets a massage at least thinks about a happy ending. If you have a, a female masseuse. If you got a male masseuse, then that's something you need to address personally. That's what's up too. But um oh, society made me say that that's what's up too. Society made me do that. But I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know. I, I just I don't know why women haven't tried to find a response to cheating. Okay, so okay, so you come into a situation knowing that men like to have sex with women. There's no way that you can say, okay, well, uh maybe you get a certain amount of bitches you can fuck with in a year. Maybe you can get you can get one. I'll, I will allow you to give attention sexually. And in some senses, a, there's got to be a little cake. You want a little cake. OK, you don't want this man that's walking in. Shut up, bitch. Rawr, and then walking away because women are compassionate. OK, even if you did want that, you wouldn't want it for long. At some point, you would say. Well, I mean, do you guys need some towels over there or something? Like, I just know that. Listen, I listen. I, I know this, okay? Because women take care of things. And even your woman loving to take care of you, if she, if she allowed herself, it would even translate into you. If she really, if she really realized how much that outside pussy made you happy. And how much it positively impacted you all's relationship. She, if she really opened up herself to it and opened up her mind, she would want to make that experience as pleasurable as possible for you. Right? I don't know. Maybe I I could be on another planet right now, but I don't know. I just... I just know that I've been happy. <laughs> I know I've been happy. And 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 people around me and the situation has been happy with a little wrong going on. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. In every situation, 
Every sweet pie needs a little bit of sour in it. Need a little bit of bitter in it. Every sweet pie need a little bit of bitter. I'm just saying. You know what? I'm going to go out with that. <laughs> Couldn't be a better exit. This is the Rojo Show. I am Rojo. Tokens for the day. Everything sweet needs a little bit of bitter. And I'm out. Picture me perfectly positioned in top position. No mirage, more like prophetic visions. Count the sentence. But it's divisible by seven. And what remains, sprinkle it on the land. Prepare for harvest after much pain. Rain. Excuse my Freudian slip. You could assume doom looms. Are we between the tombs of fallen soldiers? The river runs with bruise. We pour it out. Rest in peace, airbrush shirts get worn out. The Ellis for Lorax, I speak for the trees. I see the visions of my elders, so I'm speaking the dreams. Your girl do a lot of talking, all of it from her knees. But when her lips babysit, I don't have to say please. At ease, my militia, a maniac. The time is near for you to wild out. I need you playing smart ball, don't need you filing out. How's about we take account? See who all down the ride. Revolutionary moves, no promise you'll come back alive. Life is like a box of chocolates or bad crab, also a load of lies. But if you make it through, it's true, you'll be immortalized. Most niggas mortified at the possibility of annihilation. They ain't ready for a fraction of what my beard is facing. And if you see me in the coop wondering why I'm solo, I'm just looking out for numero rojo.